This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We would be honored if you would join us. Now, Ray, Dartmoor is a man of few words, so movement has become important. It's your language, basically. And yesterday, we heard Dave Filoni tell us that more action and fighting scenes created with motion capture from your side Another secret that I kept for a long time, not telling my kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we heard all about those secrets yesterday as well. Yeah, it was a lot um, of fun. How did you originally create the sort of body language that Maul has? Um, well, as a teenager, I was very shy anyway. Mm. You know, I wasn't very good at chatting up girls and trying to get you down. I wasn't that kind of guy, but I, I was. My body was, is what I knew, and um, originally when I was brought in by Nick Gillard. I saw Darth Maul and seen the storyboards and seen the images. I saw Maul as like a one of distinguished kind of like master that you would see in Chinese movies. It doesn't really say much, but wouldn't look at you when he was doing action. But he, he was in full control. And, um, and and I think just through my wushu background and gymnastics and uh, and being a big kid, because I wanted to be a Jedi, it was just a, a, a dream come true for me. Yeah, I mean, and, and working with Nick as well and Andreas and, and all the other guys have really helped bring everything together physically. Plus we were playing games like Tekken and Soul Edge and you know, we were like copying things like going and So we were having fun with the rehearsal and that sort of, we were just playing and uh, we want, uh, one thing was we wanted to make sure, because as being martial art fans watching movies, we wanted to make sure the fans didn't see any faults in the fights. There was no loopholes. Everything was technical and, uh, and, and rapid and, and fast. And George wanted us to be super powerful. So. Absolutely. Now, there's one iconic moment in the movie when those doors open and you ignite your lights. Oh Tell us yes. about filming that. Well, it was great because I was listening to Prodigy at the time. And, uh, <laughs> Firestarter was my theme for Darth Maul, and, uh, and the new album, Fat the Land, just dropped, and uh, Andreas was really into it, we were both breakdancers back when we were younger, so I was kind of like, getting myself, get up, I'm Firestarter, and, um, but really, what I was thinking was, when the doors opened, was, oh, thank God I got that cloak off, because <laughs> it was heavy, and it was beautiful, and it looked good, and, um, the, the, the sleeves would get in the way, so it added a different texture to the fight in a desert with Leon, which was really, really cool. But um, there was so much more I could do without the cloak. So that little smirk that you see when I'm opening the doors open, that's me like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to see it on again. You know? <laughs> so that's why it's a little smirk. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Now, right, I understand you also have a cameo in the film, which many people might not realize. I do. You do. It was on my. It was. A, I was on such a roller coaster of a ride. Like I was, you know, buzzing from being on Star Wars, being so young and working and and rehearsing fights and working with some wonderful people. 
um, I had a day off and Nick gave me a day off and it was a Wednesday, I remember it was raining and uh, I kind of like was like making it, oh it's a shame I've got a day off, you know, and he goes, well you can come in and you know, you can, you can be a guard, guard, and I was like, what? And uh, so um, you brought me on and I was one of the, uh, the, the guards. Well, we're going to take a look at that in a moment, but you know, you say that, exactly the same thing happened to me, I was out in Tunisia. Uh, filming uh, with the pod race sequence and uh, and I had a day off and I didn't want to just sit at the hotel we were making Star Wars for goodness sake so I went to the set and I was just sitting watching and George actually said what are you doing here and I said well I'm just coming to watch you know he said well I can't have you sitting there doing nothing go to the wardrobe department and the makeup department and make yourself look different so I kind of got a load of costume pieces put them on and, and had them make me up differently and, and went back on and, uh, they put me in the scene just kind of walking through uh, and, and that day, Annie Leibovitz was there filming for Vanity Fair doing a photo shoot. And uh, I managed to get in those photos, so <laughs> it was quite a result. There he is, yeah. Awesome. You don't want to sit around when you're working on Star Wars, no, man, do you? Absolutely. You want to be out there doing stuff. Well, let's look at now the result of your cameo appearance. a little story. I had to tame that down a lot. Uh, Rick McCallum, who I've really got on really well with uh, on set, and George, um, they were right up on the stairs, and uh, Andres was there, Nick was there, so I, I, want, I, tr I knew I was supposed to hide myself, but I wanted to get in front of the camera. <laughs> so, so I'm walking, and as I come out, I hold the laser gun. <laughs> and so, uh, Rick goes, hey, Ray, Ray, we're not doing a Tarantino movie, okay? This is tough. I thought you were going to say you kind of did a flip and a roll or something like that. I, I wanted to, but the boots, you know, they got in the way. Oh, okay. <laughs>